The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What a performance last night. Dan Cilio, National Football Show. Good afternoon, all. If you're looking for an artful game, that wasn't it last night. If you're looking for a masterful game, that was it last night. That football team ran the ball and ran the ball and ran the ball and took control of the team and beat that team's ass down. And I don't care who Washington had out there. That's not the Eagles' concern. They went out and took care of business, unlike they did against the Giants, but they went out and they took care of business. Congratulations. You're now officially becoming a playoff contender. You're now in that conversation. They completely took control of that game. Love it. Oh, and by the way, Big Sills on the screws yesterday. Remember what I told you? 27-17? It's exactly how the score ended up playing out. Divisional games are always close. By the numbers, about third down, Eagles 7-13. Spectacular. By the way, number one in the NFL since week eight. Total yards, they were absolutely awesome. 519. Wow. What? How about this number? 70 plays to 54. You kept that football team on the sidelines. Passing yards, 281. Rushing, 238. With the fifth rushing 200-yard game, you now are in the conversation with the 85 Bears. Do you hear that? Anytime you're in comparison to the 85 Bears, how you doing? Jalen Hurts, 20 of 26, 296, touchdown pick. That was a weird pick, too, huh? Of Goddard's ankle, really weird. QBR, 110-4. Miles Sanders, second straight game. Over a C note, 131. Dallas Goddard, 135, seven catches, outstanding football game. And he had some drops. How about Jalen Rager showing up? Holy cow, I looked down, I had to double check the stat sheet. Three catches, 57 yards. 
you are now in the eighth seed in the NFC playoff race. What a tremendous performance last night. It was great. It was great. I know Washington was a man down in many areas on that football team last night, but that is not the Eagles' concern. Their concern is to go out and play football. You know, the conversation has been pretty much nationally, is Jalen Hurts going to be the future of this football team? Is, is he, has he done enough now where he is the future? I think you have to look at it this way, guys. Does Jalen Hurts have the ability to be able to be the best quarterback in the NFC East? Because the best quarterbacks the majority of the time in each division, win the division. If you have the best quarterback in that division, you're most likely 90% of the time going to win that division. There's certain places like you see in New England this year, the Patriots are leading that division, but nobody would be under any guise that Mac Jones is better than Josh Allen. Nobody would say that. you got to have the best quarterback in the division. And I would also throw this little caveat into this topic. Has Jalen done enough this year to warrant Howie Roseman not to use one of those first-round picks for a quarterback? Do you think he's done that and done it enough where he's played himself into a position where the Eagles are in a pretty good place right now? Think about it, guys. If you're having this conversation the Eagles are in a good place. You're debating right now whether or not to use one of those ones on one of the guys coming out in the NFL draft at the quarterback position. Has he done enough not to use those ones on a college kid coming out? Has he done enough to win that job? Here's... here's I'm, 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 I'm talking out loud here to you guys, okay? Know this. What's the most impressive win this year that Jalen's had with the Eagles? Denver? Would you say Denver? And by the way, I'm not throwing any shade. I'm having a conversation on how we're going to get to what we have as a conversation today on Jalen Hurts' future here. And by the way, I don't know if I'm not more excited to be talking about the quarterback than I am about the ability for the Eagles to potentially be a playoff team. I'm not sure. I mean, what am I more excited about today? Jalen playing the way he did last night after a shitty game or the fact that the Eagles are now in a spot to potentially make it to the playoffs. I mean, right? How do we look at this? All right, guys, listen. Like the show, you guys have been awesome. Mike Quick is going to join us from the broadcast team at the bottom of the hour as well. We're really looking forward to Mike joining us and giving us his take, and we're going to ask these same questions. If you're new to the program, just sit back and watch what everybody else does. We love everyone that comes to the program. If you guys have posted something, please repost it. I love having dialogue with you guys. Guys, look at this, man. I got a ton of stuff coming off that game last night. Just a ton of stuff sitting here. 
and we're going to hit on each and every single one of it. By the way, shitty scheduling last night by the NFL to only have that game on locally and not have that game on nationally. Put it on FS1 or do something. That was brutal that half the country didn't see that football game last night. I'd much rather watch a game that had playoff implications than watching a crappy Seattle team, which is going nowhere. All right. Has Jalen done enough to become the future of this team, whereas so the front office does not use one of those ones to take a quarterback in the upcoming NFL draft? How's a heck of a performance last night? By the way, running the football the way you're running it? I got a stat here, guys. Real quick, before I get to you guys, can I show you this or tell you this? Since week eight, 29.3 points per game. The Eagles are second in the NFL. Since week eight, 388 yards. That's second. 214 rushing per game since week eight. You're first. Third down efficiency, 51.6 percentage. Listen to me. Third down, you're 51.6. That's number one in the NFL. And you want to hear the most important stat here? It may not look sexy, like I said. It may not look artful. But it was a dominant performance. They lead the NFL since week eight in explosion plays. Explosion plays. Eagles are a scary team. Okay? And by the way, Kelsey once again getting up on the second level. He was fucking tremendous yesterday. Hugh, let's start there. Eagles are now a factor in the NFL. Go Birds. Kick the Giants' ass on Sunday. Super Dave, I live in Utah, and I had to stream. And I know, Dave, right? The NFL could have done way better than that. Put it on the NFL Network. Mike says, I think he's done enough, but I don't trust the front office. You're going to have to hear, Mike, if we're going to stick with Jalen. Rashad says, Jalen is a new quarterback in the NFL. New coach, what do you want from him? Absolutely. You're right. How about on the sidelines, too? Guys, how about Sirianni on the sidelines? You're being reckless with the football, kid. That's a relationship you have to have with your quarterback for your quarterback not to go south. Could Carson Wentz have handled that moment on the sidelines, guys? Think about that. Could Wentz have handled that moment on the sidelines when Sirianni went over to him and said, you're being reckless with the football? X says, boy, Cali sucks when it comes to watching my damn birds. I got you, man. Bro. I had I hey I I had it I had to get the show man and I I watched it I watched the whole game. The Achilles heel is Gannon says Kevin. Can't coach soft says James. That's right man. That was a fabulous moment on the sidelines. I didn't take it as a negative in any way whatsoever. When I saw him come over to the sidelines and. He was talking to Jalen Hurts. You're reckless with the ball. You could read his lips. That quarterback took it like this. Okay, let's be better. He was better. 
It was a heck of a performance. Okay? Like I said, I predicted the game to be 27-17, and it was. Divisional games are always close like that. X says no more soft zones. They got out to a bumpy start, huh? Spotting Washington, 10 points. I'll tell you what, if Tyler Heineke's in that game, I don't know if they come back, man, because Ron Rivera did a hell of a job with a bunch of, like, scout team guys. You know what I mean? There were a bunch of, you know, scout team dudes that were sitting in many positions on that field last night for Washington because of COVID. And by the way, for the record, so all know, okay, um, Mike, uh, Nick Sirianni has come down with COVID. The Eagles are still hoping for him to be able to coach on Sunday. Ski says, I got to say, Hurts looked awesome throwing. Loved how Nick went at Hurts after the shaky start. I loved it, man. I, I didn't. Guys, isn't that a Philadelphia moment? Philly, man. Big MF and Sills. How you doing, bro? Did, wasn't that a Philly moment? You guys tell me not to be soft. Sirianni's on the sideline going, hey, can't have it. Basically what he was saying, right? Can't have it, guy. Can't have it. But that's a relationship. That's a relationship that has been building. That's a hell of a moment, man, for a coach and a player to be able to have that kind of dialogue. B. Costello says, without the foot, eye, and teeth. By the way, I posted, I go, Jalen, a couple turnovers, and I'm like this. They go, well, one of them's not his fault. No shit. It's not the point. Still two turnovers. I don't care how you look at it. Nobody was placing blame. Remember, when you play in a football game, one more time, folks, this isn't an SAT. It's a group test. All stats go to everyone, not one. Receivers got to catch the ball. Quarterbacks got to have targeting. Defense has got to stop on third down. By the way, the Eagle defense holding the Washington Redskins to under 100 yards rushing. Awesome. That's right, Matt. D-line showed up big. Stu, big sales. That was absolutely a Philly moment. I love that moment, man. Come on, kid. Let's get your shit together. That is how you, that's how you coach, too. By the way, with all the metrics and all the numbers, that had nothing to do with numbers. That was the coach looking at a player going, we can't be reckless like that in this game, kid. It's okay. Because what did the guy do? Instead of melting in a frying pan, the guy jumped right into the hot pan and said, all right, I got this. And then you put it on the back of that offensive line. COVID, people not being in the game, have to move some folks around, some injuries. Kelsey Mulata, Johnson. Those guys took control of that football game, man. They were not going to be denied. You were not going to be denied. Philly does make a point here. Wentz would have cried on the sideline if he got yelled at like that. You know what, Philly? I don't think he would have melted on the sideline. You know why? I don't think any coach would holler at Wentz like that on the sideline. I'm not saying your take's wrong. I'm saying they wouldn't have put the quarterback in a position to have to melt down in front of the nation. But you see a guy like Hurts, and by the way, let's throw this in there. Hurts was embarrassed in front of the nation when he got pulled in the national championship game. 
Don't you think that builds resolve? Do you know most people look at that as a negative? I look at that as a positive. You can rise from the ashes like that. People are like, well, you know, there's a reason he got pulled in the national championship game. Well, the guy in Miami is actually playing some pretty good football too himself. He's got a 7-7 seven and seven football team. We're not talking about Mike Glennon here replacing Russell Wilson, and it was a colossal mistake at NC State. We're not talking like that here. Hertz looked more like number five. He sure did, man. That was a Donovan McNabb-type performance last night. I agree with you. How about Sirianni with these numbers that I've quoted to you guys? Throw this at you one more time here. So Sirianni, since week eight, your second in points scored, your second in the NFL in total yardage, you're one in rushing, you're number one in third down efficiency, and you're number one in explosion plays in the NFL. Is this guy the NFL coach of the year? Is Nick Sirianni the coach of the year? Is he one of the top candidates? Who would have thought at the beginning of the year if we put two guys in a room and put these two guys at the link, who Philadelphia fans and everybody around the country would have took if you would have said, I'll give you Urban Meyer or Nick Sirianni, who would you want as your head coach? 90% of you, including me, would have taken Urban Meyer. Nah, maybe not me because I know who he is. This guy's turned out. How about this, guys? How he hired the right guy? How he hired the right guy? Ski says, do you think the Eagles got better offensive line in football, the best O-line in football? I think them and the Colts. I think them and the Colts have a phenomenal offensive line. Hurts almost got Smith some broken ribs in the corner of the end zone. Okay? Hey, Jason says, yes, we all know how he's so great. Again, don't go there. Just give a guy kudos when he's right. Guys, he's right. Sirianni is the right hire. Rock, paper, scissors, Kobayashi. We were all making fun of it. The cowboy jersey, the T-shirt, all that stuff. The, pe- the f- You know, since the flower comment, the Eagles have been dynamite. <laughs> Was that week eight? Since the flower comment, this guy's been nails, man. This guy's been – and this coaching staff has really done a great job. The second half of the season, they are just spectacular. What is it? They got 10 touchdowns in the first half of every game or since week eight, is it, or something like that. And they got 24 in the second half. They're a better second-half team. What does that tell you about being a better second-half team? That means you're wearing your ass out. Gee, kind of reminds me of 17. Is Jalen Hurts the future? Man, that's a tough – I was talking to Marcellus Wiley about that. By the way, Jay Glazer's going to come on the show next week. I can't wait to get Jay Glazer from Fox Sports. He's already committed to coming on next week after Christmas. 
So we're looking forward to Jay. I was texting all these guys and talking to them. I'm like, what do you guys think? Is he the future? And they're like, man, I, I, I don't think they need to take a quarterback in the first round. I'm like, wow. Man, we're talking about packaging up, you know, packages to go out and get a veteran quarterback. And you know what? People are now starting to do this. Maybe he is the guy. And how about this? This is all his work. This guy's rallied the troops. They fought back. They fought with him. They fought with the coach. Remember when they were saying, has Sirianni lost the locker room? Well, obviously not. He listened to everyone in that locker room. Phil just said something here. Sills, you starting a team right now. You're taking Hurts or Wentz. Xander, put that up there. If you're starting a football team right now, who are you taking? Hurts or Wentz? Man, Philly, nice. I hate to tear my jeans because, you know, I don't like straddling a fence. Okay? I don't, I, don't, I don't like straddling a fence, and that means my jeans have just got ripped. That means my jeans got ripped. Damn. They got out to a slow start. I hated the fact I got out to a slow start. Two turnovers right away, and they still came back and did it. Rashad says, I'm taking Hurts. G-Quest hurts. The running back is carrying the Colts. Wentz is soft, Paul. I feel Hurts is more durable than Wentz. David says, no more Hurts. Haven't beaten an AFC team. What's next? Hey, I'll, David, you take a look at who they've beaten. It's a question mark. It's a question mark. More upside with Hurts. Isn't it crazy? I got to tell you something. The one thing that, that Jalen Hurts has made me do this year, I can't believe how much I've ping-ponged on one guy. I've never ping-ponged on one guy more so in my life than this guy. When he think he's dead, this guy's like a cockroach. He just won't die. He just comes right firing back. Shitty performance? There he is. Was benched in the national championship game? Next year he goes in and saves Tua Tagovailoa's ass in the SEC title game. It's almost like this guy has been primed for this. Russell says you have to drag Hurts out of my dead hands. Muhammad says he's a fighter. That's what we love about him. Man, got to tell you, that was awesome last night. After getting down, kept her poise, kept her patience. I love those two words, poise and patience. Got to have poise and patience, especially when you're a running attack. Don't get away from it. Don't blow your... Don't blow your school on anything here. Just stay in the groove here. This is what you are. These numbers are not lying on who you are. How about this? I don't think you draft a quarterback in the first round. I don't think you take a quarterback in the first round now. I think this guy is completely, right? 
I'm not saying you don't draft a quarterback. Somewhere with those 11 picks. Okay? And by the way, do you think the Eagles are, you think they're in love with Jalen, or do you think they're still in like with Jalen? Why did they trade for Gardner Minshew? Oh, I'm with you guys, man. I want to I see that Dallas game at the end of the year. Amboy says, Sirianni yelled at Hurts and then Hurts woke up. Mental toughness, absolutely. That's kind of what we hit on a little bit. Spanish Phil says, you could teach fundamentals. You cannot teach toughness. You're right. You're right. All right, guys, I'm going to take a timeout. We're going to catch up with Mike quick. Man, these are such good times for the Eagles, man. They are in a great place organizationally. They really are. Please hit the like button. We're going to catch up with Mike. I want to hit on a little bit more on this football team here. And Sirianni, potentially the coach of the year. Jalen Hurts may end up finding himself in a Pro Bowl. I don't know. I mean, the Pro Bowl quarterbacks have been named, but you know Brady's not going. Brady was named to his 15th, but man. What a performance last night. Eagles are now 7-7 on the season with a 27-17 victory. You keep it right here. Hit the like button, please, guys, right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence. 
turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. National Football Show. Football Wednesday, right? How about that catch by Devontae Smith on the sideline? Dragging both those feet in. I, I thought he was out of bounds, too. And then all of a sudden, I saw the replay, and I'm like, wow. Okay? You could find that guy more, and you could start getting more targets to him. He's going to be special. Dallas Goddard continues to improve like he is. Seven catches, 135. How about the way Miles Sanders played, too? 18 carries, 131 on the ground. I'm telling you, man. You got guys emerging here. Back-to-back 100-yard rushing games for Miles Sanders. You know, I called him a dude. Well, he may be the dude if he continues to put these numbers up. Remember something, friends. I do this. I don't talk to try to be right. I think that's the big misnomer about me. I talk what's going on today. I, I'm, I'm not a fortune wheel guy and a lottery kind of guy. I, I, I don't talk like this. Well, this guy's going to be great, and I've never seen him play. I don't do that. I don't have a crystal ball. I watch a football game like you. If a guy improves, got to give him kudos. If a guy's sucking and walking backwards, that's all we see. That's all we know. Talking about what a guy may be. Guy, that's like talking about the draft on a Monday on what guy's going to pan out. You don't know. You have no idea. I'm not a fortune teller. That's why sometimes when I say something about Hurts, not playing well last week, comes back, I add that in and I look at it this way. The guy rebounded, you know, this kind of goes into his history of who he is. And to me, a guy's journey is very important in how he got to a particular place. Okay? Russell says only one highlight about Smith. Again, no, Russell. This is not an SAT test. This is a group test. Someday some guys are going to be smarter in certain categories, and some weeks other guys are going to be. That's what made the Patriots great. One day you see it here, this guy runs the ball. The next week you see him tight ends catching it everywhere. It's about winning games, man. Fly says, Hertz only has Goddard and Smith, who are good NFL receivers. I think Goddard's a little bit more, and I think Smith has an opportunity. Catch last night shows me ability. Okay? Hey, Gronk and Evans down in Tampa. Evans is banged up right now a little bit. The better receiver in the buildings, Antonio Brown. Brown's better than Evans. Evans is younger, but AB's better. That's right. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. It's not one guy getting numbers. It's about the team winning ball games and putting numbers up 519 total yards. 7 of 13 on third down. 
238 rushing. That's the kind of stuff that's a group effort. That's the group test. And the individual numbers fall in line after that when you have these numbers. 70 plays to 54 plays? Think about that for a minute. The Eagles had the ball 70 plays compared to 54. You held Washington under 60 offensive NFL plays. Do you know how many series that is? It's like seven. Okay? It's like seven series. James says Eagles are working with what they got. Well, you got the number one rushing attack in the NFL. I'm pretty good with that. Blacker, Blacker Lou says this, man. The Eagles make the playoffs. Is Nick Sirianni the NFL coach of the year? It's a great question. I think it's either him or Belichick. Right? You know, everybody a couple weeks ago was talking Cliff Kingsbury. Belichick until they got beat by the Colts on Saturday. And now all of a sudden you see Sirianni, rookie coach, Kobayashi stuff, all the rest of this, man. And now we're seeing this. This has been an absolutely fantastic performance here. And guys, we're so privileged to be able to get him on after the game. And our friend Mike Quick joins us right now. And boy, I'll tell you, man, 27-17 last night after spotting the Washington team 10 points last night at home. They were able to rally, and it just shows you the intestinal fortitude of this team. Mike, let me ask you, man, what's been the difference from the beginning of the season to where the Eagles are right now on how they've been able to square this record up at 7-7 seven and seven and get themselves in a playoff contention? Uh, Dan, I think there are a lot of factors. Um, I, I think you would have to begin with the offensive line and the O-line coach, Jeff Stoutland, because – I. If you look at the talent on this O-line, I think it's, it's as good as any offensive line in football. And the guy who's orchestrating that O-line, Jeff Stoutland, uh, one of the brightest minds in the National Football League in terms of uh, run-blocking schemes, and it's that's really the crux of it. Now, the defense, they've matured some, and the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, and understanding who his players are and things that they do well, but the big turnaround in this football team has been the fact that the O-line can dominate the line of scrimmage. And they have these guys that are just, they're monsters. A guy joined my lotta, he's 6'8". He's almost 400 pounds. Uh, Lane Johnson, I mean, Lane Johnson is a big old man, but he actually looks small next to Jordan Mylotta. And I think the Eagles have the best center in all of football and Jason Kelsey. The things that he does in terms of getting everybody on the right page at the line of scrimmage and then um, blocking at the line of scrimmage and then the way they move him out on the perimeter, the perimeter blocks that he provides, all of the space that he provides on the perimeter, uh, it's a big deal, and it really has mattered in, in what they've done over the past few weeks. Mike, do you think this line is as good as that 17 line? Yes, absolutely. Wow. I do. I just think that um, – so – if you look at the two guards, they've gone down. So they lost um, Brooks. They lost Brandon Brooks. They lost Isaac. They lost um, – Dickerson for the COVID. They've lost four guys yeah. on the offensive line. And the guys that stepped in last night and played, uh, Nate Herbig on one side um, and Sua Opeta on the other side, they were fantastic. And I think it all goes back to the coaching of Jeff Stoutland – 
and he has a great group of guys. They can go seven, eight deep on the O-line, and they they don't have a problem. How about this, Mike, here? You know, the question today nationally, and it's been thrown around here, is hurts the future with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Boy, I'll tell you what, what I love about his resolve, he bounces back from a horrible game to put up that performance, and I don't care who's on the field. You and I know this. That's not our responsibility for whatever happens with Washington. Unfortunate with COVID, I get it. Everyone's got to deal with this. So if everything and everyone has to deal with it, we're all in the same boat here with that. So whoever's lined up against me is a professional guy that I have to go out and do my job with. He's put up numbers now, and, you know, they're winning ball games, and his resolve is just looking. And I guess I'm going to throw this question into this here. Do you think he's done enough where the front office now doesn't take one of those first-rounders? and drafts a quarterback. So um, I don't think that there is this sure first round. There's no Trevor Lawrence. There, there are none of these guys that you know are going to be able to step into the National Football League and and you know that they're going to be a blue – because they were a blue chip in college, they're going to come to the NFL and they're going to be able to play the same way. I don't think you have that in this draft. Um, I think they still want to look at more, want to see more from Jalen Hurts. But I think he's showing you quite a bit. And you mentioned the resolve. I, I think that's one of his major assets, the fact that um, it doesn't matter the situation. He's always poised and he's always flatlined. He doesn't get extremely high uh, when he's having a big day. and a good, Like last night's game, I thought it was fantastic. But yeah. if you listen to him, it's flatlined. He's not excited about it. And in those games when he hasn't played well, you go back to the Giants game and he played terrible, but he faced the music. He talked about all of his mistakes and he's just ready to go back to work and and fix the wrongs whenever things don't go well. I really like the character of this man. Um, I can look at some of the stats, stat lines, and not necessarily like and appreciate that. But when I see the man and the way that he handles himself, and the way that everybody around him looks at him and want to be with that guy and the, the way that the players think of this guy, that tells me a whole lot about the man. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, the resolve. And and I love that Tony Dungy mentality. I never get too high for the highs and never get too lows for the lows. And that's a kind of, hey, I'm a defensive lineman and you're a wide receiver. Our emotions are going to be out there on our sleeves all the time. You don't really want that with the quarterback position, That's right. right? That's right. He has to be a different guy. He has to be your leader. When things are going the wrong way, you got to be able to look to somebody. And that's the head coach. That's your quarterback. And they are the guys that should be able to keep this thing on the right track. And Jalen is that type of leader. I want to throw some numbers at you too, Mike, since week eight of the NFL here. The Eagles, 29.3 in points scored. They're second in the league. Yep. 388 in total yards. This is since week eight. That's second in the league. 214 yards rushing. That's number one. Here's the big one. Third down efficiency, 51-6. You're over 50%. Hell, you're over 45%. You're going to be winning ball games. That's first in the NFL. And here's the shocker. Since week eight, they're number one in the league in explosion plays. I mean – Nick Sirianni, I mean, he gets his team to the postseason. We're talking coach of the year. Have you been surprised on how he's been able to have a bumpy start at the beginning here and kind of settle the waters a little bit in Philadelphia with this team? Um, 
So I'll tell you how surprised I've been. Have you seen the show Ted Lasso? Yes. So a lot of some of the writers around here early on, they were calling him Ted Lasso. <laughs> because he just he just seemed like a guy that was in the wrong place. And sometimes when he spoke, you didn't understand quite what he was talking about. But um, yes, I have been so pleasantly surprised and just the way that this guy has gotten this team to play for him. Um, I, so I knew all along that he's smart, that, that he's football smart, knows a lot of football. But you don't always understand or know how a guy is going to be as a leader of men. And right now he's proving to be a very good leader of men. And that's what you have to have in the National Football League. And, and as I said earlier, when things aren't going well, you got to be able to look to that head coach. When things are fantastic, still, that's the guy. Your head coach has got to be the guy. You know, the running game has picked up. Miles Sanders has done well here. We're looking at here now a second straight game, Mike, where he's gone over 100 yards, and I believe he had 137, 35 yards rushing in this game, and he's becoming a focal point in this game here. Yep. Um, give me a little bit of insight on what you see of him ability-wise. You think he is also the future face of that position for Philadelphia? Miles Sanders? Yes. I, I think he's just outstanding. He does a lot of things well. Um no one ever talks about how well he blocks in pass protection, but he's such a freaking great runner of the football. Um, one flaw, I think he'll bounce too much. I like seeing him north-south because he's such a good runner. But this offensive line, when they get him to the second level, it, there's always a big play that's possible. He's always a big play just waiting to happen when you get him through the line of scrimmage. The, the Jalen Rager showed up on the on the stat sheet last yes. night, too. I mean, three catches, 57 yards, and I know everyone's dumping on him, including me. I've kind of hit on him, kind of not fighting back to the ball. We see some of the young things that yep. some receivers make. Rounding routes off is never a positive there. But can he right the ship? I mean, not superior stats last night, but that's not what they were trying to do. He made critical plays when they needed. Um, can he right the ship, in your opinion, or – Again, still a long haul climbing up that mountain. So I think he's in the right system, the right setting to right the ship because they're going to continue to feed him. He's the number one draft pick, so you're going to give him every opportunity to be successful. And watching Jalen Hurts grows, it actually is going to help Jalen Rager. So they kind of work hand in hand. The one big play that he had down the sideline, I think it was a 34-yard. It was third and six. Jalen Hurts goes to the line of scrimmage, and he knows that they're going to blitz him. He resets everybody, changes the play, and he throws that quick screen out to Jalen Rager. He gets a block in front of him, and he goes, you know, for 30-some yards. And that play really helped to seal the game. The growth of Jalen Hurts married with what Jalen Rager can do when put in the right situation, I think it's just a, a sweet thing that we're going to be able to watch for a long time around here. Two last questions for you here. Dallas Goddard is starting to become more involved. Is that just because of the comfortable place that Jalen is now becoming with the offense? I mean, you know, it, it, working everybody in, plus it's a running attack. Mike, I, I don't think people realize how tough that is when your identity is running the ball and you're trying to get targets to guys too, and you're trying to move the chains. They're being able to move the chains because they're in third and short so many more times. 
And with the running game being the way it is, has that helped his emergence because they have been in third and short and the tight end position is now becoming open because Jalen's seeing it better? Well, I think it's part of the growth of Jalen, but man, Dallas Goddard is a great football player, not good. I think he's going to be in the elite class of tight ends in the National Football League in a short period of time. And what really has helped him, in my opinion, is the fact that Zach Ertz is no longer here. Mm. And without Zach Ertz, he has now an opportunity to blossom and show that he is the guy. And he is the go-to guy at that position. And as you know, for a quarterback, when you've got a tight end that's right there that you can feed the ball to, uh, it makes pa the passing game a whole lot easier and a whole lot simpler because it's that easy throw that's usually right in the middle and right in your face. I think there was a moment finally here. I think there was a last night that maybe fans in Philly and maybe fans across the country that saw the game probably went, oh, my God, did you see that moment? And it was when Sirianni came over to him and had a personal moment with him when he said, you're being reckless with the football. I absolutely loved it because that made me know right there that that head coach has to have a personal relationship with that quarterback to be able to do that. And you and I know this, Mike. When coaches don't talk to you, that's when you have to worry your ass if you're going to be on the <laughs> roster or not. But when somebody's doing something like that, because, hey, Mike, real quick, Jimmy Johnson came over to me once, and he's hollering at me for something. He's hollering. And I looked at Jimmy, and I go, why the hell are you hollering at me all the time? He goes, worry when I'm not. Yeah, and I went, that's right. holy cow. That's so right. that was a moment last night, there wasn't it, it, for the team. It galvanized the group, I thought. Well, if they're hollering at you, you know you got a chance. <laughs> but here's the thing about that. I was just, I was really happy to see that. And mainly because I think the quarterback position, they're coddled way too much. And if you're going to get the best out of this young man, and I think for most quarterbacks, um, I think they want to be coached. I think they need to be coached. And I think when you're coddled quarterbacks, you're, you're, you're going down a road that's a slippery slope that it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for the other players to see. It's not a good thing for the growth of that particular person. Do you think Carson Wentz could have t handled that last no. year? No, he could not. No. And I don't think the Eagles could have come back and won that game uh, if that same scenario had happened. And, and it's Carson. Wow. Okay. Mike, I appreciate it. By the way, Seth Joyner said to say hi, and um, he says this, between you and Gary Cobb, I don't know who the mayor of Philly is, but you can pick between one of them two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Seth is slowly moving his way in. He's, wed he's wedging his way in for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much, and have a Merry Christmas this weekend, Mike. Thank you so much for finding time for us. Merry Christmas, Dan. Take care. Thank you, sir, very much. That is Mike Quick, part of the broadcast team for the Philadelphia Eagles. Did you hear that, guys? Mike Quick just said if that was Carson Wentz last year, the Eagles do not come back and win that game, and there is no way they would have had that exchange on the sidelines. Hit the like button. We'll expand on that thought. You keep it here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your Dan Cilio here. It's your Dan Cilio here. Wow. I've just been thinking about what Mike Quick just said. Unbelievable. Guys, please hit the like button, man. We have a shot of breaking 100 in the first hour here. Thank you guys so much, man. What a fast first hour, too. Goes fast when you're winning, huh? It labors when you suck. When a guy like Mike Quick tells Dan Cilio that Carson Wentz could never have won a game like that last year and that he could never have taken that hollering on the sidelines like that, that to me is gold. I respect people's opinions like that. I don't just ignore them. That's a guy that played the game at the highest level. That's a guy that understands personalities. That's a guy that's been around the Eagle organization. Okay, Xander. So Xander Xander takes Philly, throws it up there on me. We tried telling you, Big Sills. <laughs> Hungry. Mic drop. <laughs> So, Paul, you think Frank Reich has to coddle 
Carson Wentz to get results in Indy. He's got to be more of the babysitter. You think that's the that's a true? Sills, I think the debate is over. Jalen is the quarterback for next year. Yeah, but the question will be, do the front office people believe that? Mike Quick should be in the Hall of Fame right there. He, he was a Michael Irvin-type player before Michael Irvin. Pete Blade says, Nick Sirianni play calling was good yesterday. Jalen Hurts threw the ball pretty good yesterday. Rieger even did something. Jonathan Gannon, hey, Jonathan Gannon's defense, though, my friend, they gave up less than 100 yards rushing, and that's how they were winning ball games with running the ball. Timothy says, I totally agree. Hurts solidified the starting quarterback spot next year. Caleb says, Hurts is the guy who looked good. Just needs to develop some more. And I hope we're going to become patient here. Fleck says, Laurie believes it. Howie, but maybe not Howie. Steele says, Carson, Carson's loss last week. Lost week one against Washington. It completely had a meltdown. Okay. Michael says, Sills, you have to see a game in Philly once you can see the environment with all the fans. Hey, man, I get it. That Dallas game, my friends, could be worth something now at the end of the year, right? It could be a seating position for the Cowboys. The Cowboys are not going to get the number one overall record in the NFC but they may be fighting for who they may want to play in the opening round of the playoffs. Only one team gets a bye, and that's the team with the best record. They're the only one that's going to get the bye. Man, that was some statement at the end of that interview with Mike Quick. That was something else. And, 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 and Mike didn't even think about it. Could Carson Wentz have handled that? criticism on the sidelines like that no way it was like no way he goes I, and for the record he wouldn't have come back either so obviously Mike you didn't even have to ask the follow-up question they made the right choice by moving on he obviously didn't think much of him beat says I have the Eagles winning out take one game at a time got the Giants coming up with no Daniel Jones Noodles says, Noodles, spectacular. Doesn't have to be a fancy take, but it's a great take. Consistency is key. These next few weeks, stay who you are. Look at what the Buccaneers are doing in the run game. They're signing guys who are on the street like Le'Veon Bell because they're getting depleted in the running game. Okay? Paul says, Wentz can't take a boo from fans. Tell you this, man, if Mike Quick is saying that, okay, if Mike Quick is saying that, I believe it. Not only that, Akhtar, not only that, but he's around the team. See, guys like, hey, by the way, folks, the only reason Merrill Reese um, is not on today, Merrill wanted to jump on with us, but he had to do his show. Because the game got moved to Tuesday, or he would have done it. So um, we'll have Merrill on soon, too. By the way, like I said, Jay Glazer's going to jump on with us next week. And we're really looking forward to that. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. 
We are running on any and everyone. It's official. Our O-line is the best in the game. You're right. And, dude, you guys had guys out because of COVID. Guys got banged up. And you're still running mother effers over. Yeah, the O-line. Hey, Gino, O-line is just spectacular. Three certified pro bowlers. You got two that are going to be all pros. The center and the left tackle. <laughs> yeah, you says without Urban's mouth. Fair. Flex says, big sales. Dallas won't want this smoke. Not in a wild card. No way, because you can run on Dallas. Just the same way Denver did. Remember what you guys did to Denver. Landon Dickerson will be a stud, too. He's going to be, man. Kelsey running 16.53 miles per hour last night. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. He got up on that level, man. How many times have we seen old big boy moving the way he was moving, huh, Philly? Man, he can move those knees, man. 11 years, right? He can move that thing. I give him a lot of love, man. What a great – you guys were saying, Sills, watch Kel – you know, you, you, know, you know what's awesome about you guys, too, which makes it even better? It's that you guys are keep telling me certain things. Sills, Sills, watch Kelsey. I'm like this Kelsey Hall of Famer. Give me a break. There's only like seven of them that have ever gone to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And yes, yes, Philly. Yes, yes, yes. If Kevin Mawai is a Hall of Famer, okay, then Kelsey's a Hall of Famer. Okay? Absolutely Hall of Famer. Dude, he gets up on that second level like that, and he's been doing this for years now. You know, O-linemen don't really get a lot of love if you're not keeping a spotlight on them. You know what I'm saying? But when you put the spotlight on someone and you start watching a guy do phenomenal things, okay? You, you, how about Fletcher Cox getting a play last night? Was that a sack he got last night? I saw Fletcher Cox making plays last night. You know what else I saw Fletcher Cox doing? I saw Fletcher Cox on the sidelines looking like a leader. I saw Fletcher Cox on the sidelines saying and getting in people's asses. Let's go here. Let's win this game. He's down 10-0. Cox had a sack and a half. That's fantastic. Okay, hey, Philip says, Philly has gone back to the wishbone, triple option, right? Hey, Philip, reminds me of them old Oklahoma teams, right? With Billy Sims and them dudes. Let's just run right. Let's just run left. Nobody can stop it in the middle, <laughs> right? Let's go take some prisoners, man. Let's go beat somebody's ass. They did it last night, too. That Philly crowd. Too. Hey, by the way, the crowd was great. I thought it was great. John McMullen yesterday when we were talking to him, you know, I asked the question. I go, it's Tuesday, man. You think they'll show up? He goes, Philly will show up. They showed up for that team. You get this. I saw a lot of faces though at the beginning going, hey, man, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I think the defense has actually played pretty damn well too, man. Yeah, I saw Fletcher playing DE last night. I did, William. Bruce says, First rounder on the bench. <laughs> hey, man, I'll tell you, 
and I'm going to say this to you guys. I waited a little bit because I wanted to hear what you guys said. There's no way the Eagles need to draft a quarterback in the first round, not with these guys coming out, right? Are we all in agreement with that? Let's stick to that now. Okay, Xander, remind me, if I go back on that one, make sure you hit me with a lightning rod or a cattle prod. We're not going back on that one. They don't need a first round. How about this? You know, they're going to get they're going to get requests to try to put a trade package together for a veteran quarterback, though. But let's let let's be definitive on this one thing here in this hour. Okay. We all agree that the Eagles should not waste a top pick or one of those three first rounders on a quarterback with these guys that are coming up. Do we all agree with that? Smile, right. Watson, Wilson, Rogers. That's a different debate. But I think the one thing that we all have definitely been able to come to the conclusion of as we're getting down to the last three games, right? Do we all agree? We don't need to drive. And, and by the way, I'm going to tell you how that's so important to retooling other areas on the football team. All right, guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. So much more to hit on. By the way, some key games. Need the Vikings to lose this weekend, too. Eagle fans need the Vikings to lose. We'll hit on all that. Hit the like button. Thank you so much, guys. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. 
a catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hour two, Dan Silio, National Football Show. Happy holidays to everyone. We had Mike Quick on in the last hour, and his comments about Jalen Hurts being able to take criticism on the sideline like that and his comeback ability and his resolve is 10 times anything Carson Wentz was. I think that's a massive statement being made by Mike Quick, who's been around the football team for decades. Mike said Wentz never wins a game like that. That's an enormous statement. That was really the statement, in my opinion, of that interview. And, and on top of that, not only that, but, you know, I, I, I thought it was a galvanizing moment. I didn't look at it as a negative. I saw the internet blowing up and everybody was like, God, can you believe the coaches went over there and got in that kid's ass? Don't be a snowflake. Because what did Jalen Hurts do? 20 at 26, 296, 110 quarterback rating. That kid can be coached. That kid can be coached, dude. You know how many people melt down like that? You start getting in some guy's ass on the sidelines, kid, you're effing it up. Not this kid. This kid's been built for this moment. It's actually almost like he's been built for Philly. Almost like he's been built for this. He's a comeback kid. Can I tell you what you're looking at with Jalen Hurts? He's Nick Foles, but more consistent and more ability to have more upside that could potentially have the confetti falling on him too. That's who he is. He's an underdog. This guy was the SEC player of the year. He had his job taken from him by a freshman. For all the world to see, embarrassing. You get pulled out of a game? It's not like a defensive tackle getting pulled out of a game because he's not playing well. Nobody knows who you are. But when you're the quarterback and face of the team and the face of Alabama, and by the way, how he carried himself, did he moan and cry and bitch like Spencer Radler? And transfer? Nope. Sat there. Was a good teammate. And Nick Saban even said it. The guy's got character all over the place, man. He rolls into Oklahoma. They love him. Takes him to a semifinal game. He's a Heisman finalist. This guy's an underdog. Drafted in the second round. All of us thought it was an over pick, right? I didn't think he was a second round pick. I don't know how many of you thought he was. I didn't. 
Now he's the first-round pick. How about this? If Jalen Hurts was coming out this year into the NFL draft, you think Jalen Hurts would be a first-rounder? If you think Kyler Murray is, I think he is, don't you? He's been made for this. He's such an underdog. You know how certain quarterbacks and certain players and certain athletes fit a city? Like Ben Simmons clearly doesn't fit Philly. I'm not even sure he knows he's in Philadelphia. (laughs) That guy doesn't care. Like Manny Ramirez. You think Manny knew he played in Boston? Right? Boston, Cleveland, same to him. He didn't care. L.A., whatever it was. Kelsey fits it, right? You see guys that just, it's like a, Chris Long looked like he fit it. I was so impressed when they were down. And you know, and I, and I, and you know what? And people are going to go, Sills, remember how you acted with the Jets? See, that's not my responsibility that you suck. I hate when people give me that conversation. I really do. Well, Sills, you know, um, you know, Washington was playing. That's no bearing on me. You know, like when Roger Federer or somebody plays like Rafi Nadal or somebody in a Grand Slam, and Nadal doesn't show up because he's injured. That ain't on me. I don't care. I'm going to play who's ever in front of me. That's how you get your ass beat. When you start thinking, oh, I got this. Don't be surprised when people show up and play and you're not ready to play. Because most people are weak like that. Cole Cole says, who wants Minshew still for quarterback? Oh, Cole, I'll tell you something. One thing we've learned this year in the NFL, okay, one thing we've learned, backup quarterbacks are essential if you're going to continue to win in this league. You have to have a viable backup quarterback on your roster that's fighting for playing time, wanting to play. And when his, when his ability is asked to go into a game, that he can deliver a win for you. You want Gardner Minshew chomping at the bit to want to play. That's how you never have drop-off. If you've got some guy sucking on ice, not caring about when he comes into a ball game and caring about his opportunity, like that Tyler Hundler guy, Hundley guy that's in Baltimore, he got his opportunity and he shined. Didn't win the game. He's QB too. It's all good with that. B. Costello says Hertz can throw. He's just he's just gotta not throw the bomb in double coverage. I don't think he's there yet either. Okay? And that kind of hurts the development of Devontae Smith a little bit, too. Because Devontae is not a position. He's not a possession receiver. But you see the one thing that they're doing with Devontae Smith right now? They're using him as a possession wideout. Man, when he was at Alabama, he's a big play guy down the field, you know? Julio Jones is a possession guy. Devontae's not a guy who's going to do 15 turn-in routes. You know, he, he's a guy that's going to do post routes. He's going to get to the corner of the end zone. He's one of those guys down the seam in the middle of the field, plus 25 bombs, those big explosion plays. 
damn sales, this quarterback killing me one week. He stinks one week. He's thinking he's the answer. Okay, Dre, this is where we go with that. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a and by the way, how, how about this? Dre, I'm not a fortune teller. I'm not going to sit there and give you projections on what I think this guy can be. I'm going to give you what he is today. Can guys change a narrative by their play? What's wrong with that? Are you not watching what we're watching? He sucked at the beginning of the year, and so did the coaching. They've all come together. It's a good thing. By the way, I know you're not killing me, Dre. But that's my – Dre, I'm not a fortune teller. Okay? Not a fortune teller. He's getting better. The team is getting better. I showed you these numbers here. Look, Dre. Since week eight, number one, or excuse me, two in scoring points, 29-3. They're second in yardage, 388. His running it. Running attack with the team. Watch this, Dre. 214 leads the NFL. They're number one in third down. And they're number one in explosion plays since week eight. Dre, this has been a journey that we've all watched in front of us this year. And we've all had our doubts, me included. But when a guy's getting better and the team's getting better, they're seven and seven. What if they won five of the last six ball games? How can we sit here and go, he still sucks. He's no good. This guy's not the answer. Okay? He, he's not the – how can you say – I can't do that. Okay? Fly wants me to read those stats again. This is since week eight, Fly. 29-3, the Eagles are second in the league in points scored. 388, they're second in the league in total yards. They're first in rushing, 214. Third down efficiency, 51-6, they're first. And they're number one with 80 explosion plays. That's tops in the NFL. That's your team. That's what's happened in the last eight weeks of this thing. Here is the million-dollar question, though, guys. By, by the way, did I say like the show? Please, guys, hit the like button. We're going to kill it today, man. You guys have been awesome. Here's the million-dollar question, and I kind of broached this in the first hour here. Can he be better than Dak Prescott? I want to do this. You have to have the best quarterback in the division. Okay, to win the division. There's certain times that that doesn't play out, like we're watching in New England and Buffalo this year. Patriots have the best record, but no one would sit here and go, well, Mac Jones is better than Josh Allen. 215 says, absolutely. Eastside Monster says he is. Benjamin says, hell yeah. Fly says 100%. Andrew says, all those good stats. Benjamin says he's better now. 
Okay, let's do this. Dak, Jalen. Arm strength, accuracy, leadership, accuracy, arm strength, leadership, mobility, availability, let's take a look at this here, guys, poise, all right, fly, Arm strength. Who has the arm strength? Dak or Jalen? I think Dak does. Accuracy. I think Dak's more accurate. Leadership. I think it's a push. I think they're both great leaders. Mobility. Clearly, Jalen... Jalen's going to win football games with his wheels. Okay? That is a main asset for him to win. So mobility has to go with Jalen. Availability. Jalen missed 23 games. Dak missed a year. So I'm going to go push. Poise. It's another push. Dak has arm strength. And accuracy. You know what those two things represent also? Two things that you can work on and get better at if you're an NFL quarterback. Do you know who the gold standard is on improving arm strength and accuracy over the last 23 years? Tom Brady. You think Tom Brady, when he came out of Michigan and he went into those NFL combines, people were looking at arm strength and accuracy for TB12? Absolutely not. But over the decades, he's improved on it to become one of the most accurate guys in NFL history. You can improve on that if the organization is willing to put tools around you to be able to develop. You know, I I truly believe, guys, that this whole Jalen Hurts conversation, tell me if you agree. Guys, we just spent an hour and what? 17 minutes, talking about all the things that we said about Jalen Hurts. Let me ask you the most important thing. Do you think the front office believes in Jalen Hurts? Do you think they are 100% sold on him? Watch this. I don't know. I don't know how you don't look at this number, seven and seven. After that start to the season, playoff contention. Get this. You're you're in a rebuild and you're winning. Benjamin says 90% at least. 90%? So that 10% is still out there on you, huh? Andrew says, Jalen must be allowed to run at times, but must understand when to give it up and avoid contact. That's a good call. That's a really good call. Mandel says, Tom Brady looked like a high school arm his first year. That defense was nasty. Absolutely. 
that 2001 Super Bowl team that he played on, I didn't think shit of him. I thought he was decent. I thought he was like Jeff Hostetler. Honest to God, man, I didn't, I didn't see anything special in the guy. I thought he was decent. They won like they won with Joe Flacco. I was like, he's like Flacco kind of guy. So, I mean, right? If, if you're Howie and you're the owner of the Eagles, aren't you doing this? You're doing this today, right? All right, man. Okay. Are we going to use one of our top three draft choices to draft a quarterback in the first round? I got to think that that decision has been made. No way. No way. I don't care what a guy does in the gym or at the combines or anything that he does on an interview. I'm not drafting. Yeah, Matt, how Stedler could run. He played at West Virginia. He was a pretty good ball player, too. Okay? Ken says, I never thought we'd be 50%, so I'll give the kid another year. Concentrate using the first-rounders. Defense, 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 Benjamin saying. James says, hell no. Flacco has arm strength. It took Brady years to develop. You're right. It did, Mandel. If Jalen improves, he will. I can be a, He could be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I think he's already the best mobile quarterback in the league. Doesn't he have now 11 rushing touchdowns? Didn't that break Michael Vick's record for most rushing touchdowns by an Eagle quarterback? Didn't he break that record last night? I thought that's what I saw. I may be wrong. So he's already in the record books of Philadelphia history here. But can this guy with 10? All right, thank you. Spanish Phil, thank you. Um, can he be better than Dak? He's got to beat Dak Prescott. I got to tell you something, guys. I'm not. I, I, I don't know. You know, I thought Dak got out to a great start, and then I'm, I'm, I'm the way I watch him now. I'm doing this. I, I don't, I don't know. Right? I don't know. William says so. Basically, top ten in the NFL. James says five more for all time. That's crazy great. Randall have that, or does McNabb have that? Dak stinks. That's my quarterback. I'm upset. I don't think he's a $42 million a year guy, dude. I just absolutely do not. Philly says Dak has had playmakers around him since he came into the league. He totally has. Des Bryant was there, right? They go out and get him Amari Cooper from the Raiders. You know, then they get him CeeDee Lamb. They had a $14 million running back in Zeke Elliott. They had the highest paid offensive line in the league, right? All that investment on that side of the ball, and they haven't got to a conference championship game with him yet. And I don't think they are this year. Okay? Eastside Monster, big seals. You forgot the most important Hurts has, the clutch factor. He sure does, man. He's starting to show that. And by the way, Brett, appreciate you coming aboard. Looks like Sirianni tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand, he's been vaccinated and he also has a booster. So I think he has to have two more uh, false, po false positive tests. And I think he'll be able to coach on Sunday. So they're still hoping from what I'm understanding. That's a vague response to your question. 
But um, I think that's the protocol. I think he has to do two in a row. Steven says, I love Smith, bud. He's a slot receiver. Man, I you know what? I think he's a, more of a deep threat, man. You can't put him in a position where he's going to be a possession wide out. He's not built for that. You know, he's just not built to be a possession guy. And I think that's why they're having a difficult time targeting him. And they're not going to worry about that right now because you know what's becoming a, a play now for the Eagles? Remember I told you the more you're in third down, the more your tight end becomes effective. When you're in third and short, your tight end becomes a weapon. And they got a weapon. The tight end's never going to be a weapon on third and long. Third and short, that quick pass to Gronk, him and Brady, I mean, how many times you see that play, that quick release, Gronk up the seam, and he scores a touchdown, five-yard slant, right? When, when you're in third and short like that, man, you, you're undefensible. But he had symptoms? Okay, I, 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 I don't stay up on that stuff because I don't care about the COVID stuff. I could care less. I, I seriously, I could care less, and I, nor, nor do I want to bore people to death with it. Okay, nobody wants to sit around talking about COVID. Go, go to a news channel, right? Those people sit all day frightening America. Somebody has a sniffles. You know, I'm not saying it is the sniffles. I'm saying somebody has the sniffles. I mean, seriously, man, let's close down every school in Philly. Philip, we need a legitimate number two wideout. Now you need a possession wideout. Don't worry, Benjamin. We're going to sit around talking that shit. Absolutely. Americans don't want to hear that, man. Holiday week, Christmas week? I don't think so. <laughs> AJ goes, put on NBC. No, no, no. I, I, I can't do that either. Seriously, you guys, you know what my, you know what my TV network is when I get news? It's C-SPAN. It's C-SPAN. I don't want to hear anybody's rhetoric. I don't want to hear any shit. I just want the news. What's happening? I don't want your opinion. I'm not kidding. I watch C-SPAN. When I want to laugh, I'll watch Fox or CNN. We need a big play wide out. Paul, you got a big play, but there's still a component on that team. They need like a possession guy. Like, a, like if you had a Michael Irvin on that team, Devontae Smith would be a beast. Okay? Flex says Sills. One other opinions. Do they have Wilson and Watson? Not Man, I'll tell you something, brother. They're going to have those guys put in their face. Those teams are going to call the Eagles because you know why? The Eagles, the Eagles are in a good spot right now. Dude, they're winning games. You got draft picks. You're going to have cap space. You got a quarterback that you can win games with. Man, you don't have to panic here. You don't have to panic. Eagle Empire, he did. He showed up. What was the numbers? Rager was 3 of 57. Not bad. Earned some of that paycheck yesterday. I'm good with it. Right? De hey, defense is the biggest liability. Maddie, wait a minute now. They held that football team last night. 
They held Washington to 237 yards in total offense. 63 yards uh, rushing. That's a pretty good effort. And 17 points. I mean, that defense actually since week eight has played pretty damn well. Okay? They, they've played pretty well. Ah, man. No way, Steven. I don't want another number one pick going to a wide out. Give me an edge rusher. Can you imagine the Eagles with an edge rusher getting off the field on third down and giving the ball back to that offense that runs the ball the way? The key is defense, guys. You're right. If the Eagles can continue to play well and then get an edge rusher, lock down corners on the other side of Slay, man, you're as good as 17. You're as good as 17. Oh, and by the way, did you also hear in that interview that Mike Quick did? Mike Quick thinks this old line is as good as that Super Bowl old line. That's quite a statement. That's quite a statement, dude. Right? Yes, Paul, that kid Thibodeau. Wow. Mario Cristobal told me he's a stud. Dom says Big Sills is right. Edge rusher, backer. Uh, yeah, but the backer is going to be something that they're going to have to swallow because Howie and that group don't like to do that, going all the way back to Joe Banner. They're not real big on that. All right, let's take a look at some of these other games. That impact the Eagles' position right now, where they are. I believe they're in the eight hole in the NFC playoff picture. Please hit the like button, guys. I'm going to get right back to you. I hope everybody's enjoying their Christmas week too, man. I can't wait for Saturday. Can't wait for Christmas Eve. You know, us, us Italians, man, we have fish, you know, on Christmas Eve. And we're going to buy ourselves some fish and such and all that, man. We can't wait to do that. Okay. By the way, man. Hey, guys. All right. Thursday and Friday, we're off. Okay. Unless there's something that if you keep posted with. Um, that's why it's important you subscribe. Because we may do something I don't know yet. That's maybe out there. It's, we're floating that out there, so I don't know. But as of today, Thursday and Friday, okay, we're going to be off. So make sure you guys are having yourselves a fantastic time. Oh, wait, by the way, we're not done. <laughs> Hit the like button. We're not done. We got another half hour. We're all good here. But, hey, my, 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 big, my big day during this week, it's Christmas Eve. I want to hit on that. Family traditions. I love family traditions. Some games this weekend. Hit that like button. Guys, thank you so much for coming aboard, man. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. We get letters with it. Sills having a great show. It's fun when you're winning. Of course it is. Of course it is, man. Guys, please hit the like button. You have destroyed it today, man. Thank you so much, man. I, I can't thank you enough. Beat Blade. Great sports channel. Great conversation. Great guest. Hit the like button for Dan Cilio. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. By the way, I was writing down my my wish list for uh, Christmas Eve dinner because the Paisans, we always we always have fish on uh, Christmas Eve, right? So my scungio will always be on that list. Lobster, some form or another. My grandma make it in red sauce, her homemade red sauce, so that's kind of what I like. Stuffed clams. Galamad. You guys know what galamad is? I don't call it the other thing. White people call it that. <laughs> okay, galamad, clams, spaghetti and clams. Yes, Paul, it's called calamari. <laughs> calamari. You know my folks back, oh, man, you guys are going to love this. So, hey, my grandparents, man, when they sent me into a store to get bread, my grandparents would always do this. Yeah, go get some American bread. I'm like, what's, what, what's American bread? 
that wonder that wonder bread shit. Get that my grandfather would go get the wonder bread. I go, it's American bread. He goes, Yeah, only Americans would eat that. <laughs> and I'm he goes, Italian bread's different, right? <laughs> my grandfather's like this. Go, yeah, go get the American bread. American bread, wonder bread. Yeah, it's white guy bread. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Graham. Wait a minute. So I used to my my kitchen table. Finally, I asked my grandfather, I go, so Italians aren't white? He goes, what would make you think that? Well, American bread, you know, I mean, he goes, you, and I said, you called it white guy bread. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll do your history on the Moors one day. <laughs> That's my Christmas Eve. Then we'll probably have a turkey on a Saturday, too, so. Hope everybody has a really great week, man. Yeah. Timothy, I'm not sure how that works, though, man. I thought for sure that there's a protocol that if he's been vaccinated and has a booster shot, that he has to get through two tests and he could coach on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Jeff, you're even you're you're eating uh, ramen noodles on Friday. <laughs> what do you live under a bridge? <laughs> <laughs> we need ramen noodles. Holy cow. Greg Michael says, my, my grandparents used to call the grocery store the American store. Yes, yes. Yes. Right. Caleb goes, I know, I, I know his history. Hey, Eastside Monster goes, my wife never heard of Kaiser Rolls. <laughs> Hey, man, it's got to be an Italian in South Philly thing, right? Put your glasses on, Dan. Sorry, sorry. Hey, all right, man, all right. Hey, well, hold on. Look at my glasses. Okay, look at these things. I had to glue them. <laughs> I'm not using readers. I hate getting old. It means I can't kick as many people's asses anymore. <laughs> Oh, Paul says we're Polish. We have kielbasa. Hey, dude, that stuff's great. Okay, that stuff's great. Ham on Saturday? Absolutely, man. All good. All good. Good stuff. Good stuff. 49ers and Titans. I'd like to see the Niners lose for us. Okay? Niners, are they're gathering steam, too. Okay? <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I'm I'm teasing, man. I'm teasing. Prime rib, Timothy. Look at you. You must be hanging out with the Krauses, <laughs> right? <laughs> you must be hanging out with them guys. They eat filet mignon and you know eat caviar and stuff. I mean, me and you, we eat beans, <laughs> right? I eat beans and soup. If you want to put a shoe in there, I don't care. I'll eat it. I'll eat. I'll eat a heel soup. You know, back in the day when I was telling people to get off my lawn, 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 lawn I walked to school 48 miles, you know. <laughs> hey, 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 here's Xander. Hey, Kai, why is my name in your mouth? <laughs> Oh man, it's so. Hey, you you act like that when you're winning, right? Silio, hey, you know, I mean, 
What are we doing here? You rip me all you want here. Let's get back to where we are. Winning a ball game here. Now, do you get cocky at seven and seven? I would. Oh, if I played on this Eagles team and I knew how the Giants this weekend, I'd be like this. Give me get some. Now you can't leave. Oh, by the way, so I got you guys at the link on Sunday? Hey, coffee cakes, lock the door. <laughs> lock the door. Go ahead, lock the door. One drink, huh? All right, one drink. Now you can't leave. <laughs> and, uh, hey, you should get T-shirts. I would. Hey, Sirianni, you want a T-shirt for Sunday? Let's get a theme going. Now you can't leave. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for that giant game. You need retribution. You should never have lost that game. Rushing for two hundred plus yards, you had four turnovers in that game. And you couldn't put up points against that thing? Giants suck, guys. Gave them life with those turnovers. I think that game taught them a lesson. How about this, too? Sirianni was not going to have happen what happened in the Giant game where he didn't vent his feelings being told to Jalen. Jalen was reckless in that game. Probably didn't say anything. But now that this relationship has gotten better, I'm liking this Paisan. This guy is going like this now. Let's go here, right? Right? <laughs> Beat says, no, sales, no more T-shirts. We're not built for that here. We don't, you know, that's some shit out in Snowflake, California. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't do that here. Okay? We don't, we don't, we don't need any more of that. Just please don't, don't give any ideas. No more of that. No more, no more T-shirts. Why is my name in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh man I just love the fact that he got in his ass on the sidelines you're being reckless with the ball Jalen that's going to push him over the top guys Jacob welcome aboard dude what up big sales big time Eagles fan out of Massachusetts don't you just love rooting for this kid Jalen I do Welcome aboard, J Jacob. Please hit the like button for me, man. Thanks for coming aboard here with us. I'll tell you what. I think the Patriots and the Eagles kind of have the same kind of team. Run dominant team, playing defense. Probably the Patriots are a little bit better on that defensive side of the ball. They have more key positions covered and good players than I think Philly does. Um with their defense, but they're pretty similar in mentality. I think it, it kind of reminds me of the same. It kind of reminds me of what they're doing in Indy, too. Maybe even in Tennessee. How about the way Tennessee's winning ball games? Right? They didn't come out of their personality and their identity. They just put another dude in there. Is he as productive as Derrick Henry? Absolutely not. Je Jeff, I'm not reading that one. <laughs> I'm not reading that one. That's you know, that's not going to happen. I have to worry about algorithms or something. Somebody told me something. I'm not. I'm not supposed to say his name now. Paul says, "So wait, if we get a wild card, 
We play the fourth seed. I do believe that would be Dallas. Let's see how this plays out here. Who do the Vikings have this weekend? The Vikings have somebody this weekend. I think the Rams, right? I think the Rams play the Vikings. Am I right when I say that? Man, Rams have to beat the Vikings. Have to beat the Vikings. I think the Vikings are sitting in the seven hole right now. Okay? Lee says coaches should always stand on players when they're not living up to the standards. You, you, you know what, Lee? This is what uh, Mike Quick said in the first hour. Mike Quick in the first hour went like this. If that was Carson Wentz, he'd have melted on the sidelines, and he would not have been able to come back and win a game like that. That was a huge comment made by Mike Quick today. Huge comment. Dom says Dallas wins their last game of the season this weekend. They will lose to the Cards and Eagles. You know, you know what they're playing for, Dom? The reason why they only have one bye this year is because they don't want to do that tanking at the, at the end of the year like they've had in recent past, you know? That's why there's only one bye for the team with the best record. You're going to be playing for positions and matchups. So I don't know if you're going to see a lot of teams laying down at the end of the year like you have in recent years. You're going to be playing for seeding. And so that's kind of why they've taken that out of the conversation. Vikings, I think the Vikings are a horrible. Hey, by the way, I would say this to you guys. Let the Eagles win out. Okay, and they end up 10-7. and seven. They're going to make the playoffs with that record. Keep an eye on this Vikings game this weekend. Watch what the Vikings do to the Rams. If they take Dalvin Cook and run that football down his throat, and down the Rams' throat like I think they're going to, you watch the Vikings win this football game, and I'll show you that the Rams are paper champions. They don't play the run well. And they haven't all year. And physical teams, by the way, this is not an opinion. It's fact. Physical teams beat them up. Smile says the cards are in a free fall. I think they're banged up. They lost Hopkins, right? I don't think Kyler Murray's healthy. Thompson's right. I agree, Sills. I think they will just lose to the Cards and Eagles. Uh, cards and Eagles, right? Eagles got the, the Rams. I'm telling you, if the Rams had to play the Eagles in the opening round of the playoffs, I think the Eagles could go out to LA and win that game. I think they go out there and win that ball game. All right, I want to take a look at a couple more. Games this weekend, plus Eagles and Giants. Please, guys, hit the like button. You guys have been spectacular this Christmas week. Thank you so much. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show, Dan Cilio. Oh, by the way, I keep getting messaged on my Twitter page, at Dan Cilio Show. So is this show going away after the football season? No, no, we've just taken off. This thing's not going away. We're going to expand it like I always do. You think I'm inside the guardrails of just football? You hear me what I'm doing. Football has been our number one topic here because nobody's watching the NBA right now. Wake me up in June when the finals are here. Here, watch this in sports. Dan, what do you think of the regular season of the NBA? I don't. What do you think of the MVP race? I could care less. What do you think of LeBron? Have no interest. Is there anybody in the NBA you like? Yeah, Steph Curry, kind of. And Joel Embiid, I, I do like him. Best big man in the game. Okay. Wake me up in June. NHL, another woke and snowflake league. Shut down your operation. Dude, you're hurting yourself. You know what's funny about that? And I'm going to tell you guys this. We'll get back into our topic here. But you know the NHL and the NBA doing all this pausing? Are you guys having to pause going to work every day? When Americans have to pause their life, that's when sports leagues should pause. Not vice versa. Because you lose fans that way. K, 
Ken, thank you, man. God bless you too, brother. Right? You guys get off your ass every day and show up to work through this pandemic. Why are sports leagues jumping ahead of you? Well, we're going to pause. You know, we're going to wait until February. And you're like, I'm not pausing. I got to pay rent. Nobody's helping me out, dog. (laughs) Andrew says, hang on here. Thank you, Ken. You're awesome, man. Andrew says, expand your show. What, like your waist size? Oof. Man, has that thing expanded? COVID's been brutal on big sales. Yeah, hey, let me tell you what Xander said. Hey, Sills, you know when you started your show, your th- your face was thinner. <laughs> oh, thank you, dog. It's your job to make big Sills look better. Right? He goes, I can't when you're eating too many cannolis, guy. Lay off the cannolis and the Coronas. What the hell are you talking about? Guys, hit that like button. Thank you again. Yeah. Hey, Lamar. And Burrow will be a game to keep an eye on. Ravens are in kind of in a free fall themselves, and they've been racked with all kinds of injuries. And also, too, Lamar's been banged up this year. I'll tell you something about Lamar Jackson, guys. You know, if you're the ownership of the Ravens and you're seeing him getting kind of nicked up now, are you rolling out $42 million a year for him? I'm probably rolling out $42 million a year for Lamar Jackson. But I'm not doing a Patrick Mahomes 10-year deal. I'm going to be more in line with what Dak Prescott does, probably around five years, and that fifth year will be our option. So I'm not thinking that you're going to see a long-term deal coming out of Baltimore, no matter how much they love the guy. Right? Cheesecake is a weakness smile. Cannolis are for me, brother. Oh, yeah. And coconut cream pie. Or coconut custard pie. Whew. Hey, Sirianni for president, huh, man? You may had him as coach of the year. Merry Christmas to you too, man. By the way, I saw somebody ask me something um, and how they can keep, you know, the schedule going with the show if we decide to do something. Just check me out over on my Twitter page. I'm very active over there, at Dan Cilio Show. If you're not following, please follow me, man. Okay? We, we keep – Things updated. By the way, Jay Glacier confirmed on my Twitter page that um, he's going to be coming on. I thanked him. He sent me a wonderful email, and he couldn't do it because of the short work week this week. But Jay Glazer from Fox Sports is going to step in with us probably on Tuesday of next week, too, okay? And I think we're going to try to get Seth Joyner back on next Wednesday as well. So it'll be Cobb. Jay Glazer on Tuesday and probably Seth on Wednesday. So we've already got it set up here too. Plus, if you keep um, following me on my Twitter page, I'm always talking about the Eagles. We'll keep an eye on what's going on too, especially on the Saturday games. So is it, it's Washington. Hey, it's Washington and Dallas this week. Washington's going to get all their people back. Heineke's going to be back in the room and, let me tell you something. Ron Rivera is going to have Washington ready to go. Dallas better have their – they better be ready because that game that they played two weeks ago, Washington got out to a pathetic start, still rallied and almost beat them. They lost 27-20. That's not going to be an easy game for Dallas to win. The Giants were a joke. Uh, and again, I got to tell you guys, still aggravates me to this day that the Eagles laid down – that. 
that I told you, and I've been saying it for a couple weeks now, that that game may cost them in the end. That game may end up costing them in the end here, okay? So, yeah, man. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, too, I think Carson Wentz, doesn't he play on Saturday, right? Wentz has got a game, too, on Saturday, right? I think they're playing – who are they playing on Saturday? Is it Cleveland or Arizona? I think it's Arizona now. I think it's Wentz versus the Cardinals. They can beat them. The Colts can beat Arizona. Can you imagine that? Carson Wentz then goes nine that, – then the football team's nine and six. <laughs> the, Colts, the Colts are scary. I don't know. Some of you out there going like this. Well, you know, it's not because of <laughs> it's not be again. Remember what I told you at the start of the show. This is not an SAT test. This is a group test. You guys are all in it. Hey, Giants lose. It's Howie's fault. Okay, whatever, man. God, these stats were so good last night, though. By the way, we nailed it, too. We predicted 27-17. Probably the only one this year I got right. Third down, 7-13. 70 plays to 54 plays. 519 yards. By the way, you guys know you equal the record, the 85 Bears? What was that, five games? Now where you guys have rushed for over 200 yards? So you're the 85 Bears? <laughs> Any, I'm in a conversation with the 85 freaking Bears. Give me a break, man. 238 rushing. Fifth game this year, you guys have gone over the 200 mark. Oh, man, hey, time of possession was stupid. Paul says Arizona, Dallas, and Bucks all tied for playoff positioning right now. Packers, I think the Packers are going to win out, though. Okay? I think, I think the Packers are going to win it out. I think the Packers are going to get the number one. I think they're going to get the number one seed. Jalen, 20-26, 296, one TD, one pick. That stupid pick off the back of the heel of Goddard. 110 quarterback rating. Sanders is now going from being a Big Sills dude to maybe being the dude. It was good, man. All around. Jalen Rager falls into the stat sheet. <laughs> right? He falls into the stat sheet here. This is what I think, though. Take this entire game plan that you had against the Redskins last night and apply the same game plan against the Giants on Sunday. Don't lose your patience. And you got them at home. Think about what you have at the end of the year here. You got your divisional opponents pretty much at home here. Guys, you have to beat. You got to beat the Giants. You can't let that team shit on you like that. You can't. You got to beat them. That moves your football team to 8-7. and seven. You could be 8-7. and seven Okay, you could be eight and seven come Sunday night. 
Okay? You guys could be eight and seven. So just stick to it, guys. Hey, listen, guys, you guys are spectacular, man. Please hit the like button. Thank you so much and make sure everyone has an absolutely spectacular Merry Christmas. A great Christmas Eve and to everybody. We'll get back to you again on Monday going 4 to 6. Follow me over on my Twitter page at Dan Celio Show. Till Monday, 4 to 6. We'll see you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.